What's up, everybody, and welcome in to Pace the Nation, broadcasting from Studio 1A here in Arlington, Virginia, in the heart of Arlington County in Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back for episode number 58. And with me today, as always, my co-host to my right, Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? That was a new intro. Yeah, I tried to switch it up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Keep people guessing. But I usually do go with Joanna, what's up? Well, yeah. You so should... that's what's up was the new intro? Yeah, well, I don't ever answer that question, so <laughs> right. I'm not going to start today. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, also, of course, to my left, our other co-host, it's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? Yeah, correct. Today you said Arlington County, and I think that's in, in uh, the last episode, Joanna called you out for just saying Clarendon. Yeah. So you got really geographically right. specific this I wanted this to get week. specific. Yeah. I, I actually, I, I remember that now. That wasn't why I said Arlington County, but uh, born and raised in Arlington County. I know that Arlington is a county, not a city. Mm-hmm. Are you getting paid by Arlington <laughs> County? <laughs> I'm not. I do love me some Arlington County. Uh, big show today, guys, and we're going to have a fine Arlington County business here today. We're going to have Dr. William Booker and Dr. Ed Beck. They're from Capital Rehab of Arlington, and they're going to be joining us in studio uh, to talk about injuries, to talk about uh, runners. Uh, Maybe we'll even talk about your guys' injuries, because I know you both see them. That's Uh, correct. uh, I've seen those guys in the past, and they've set me straight, so... A fine Arlington business will be in studio today, Dr. Beck and Dr. Booker. Uh, also today, we have our In the News segment, and I want to I ask you guys, how, do you, how fast do you think you can run a mile with a dog? With my dog? Well, a, a dog. Wait, are you, are, you asking, is, are you asking this question now, or is this like a well, that, we'll get it, Maybe we'll get into that later on, and, and I'll tell you how fast somebody did run a mile I usually tune dog. you out while you're doing the... the <laughs> right. So, like, to ask a question the in the middle of the agenda right. uh, just threw me for a loop. Yeah. Uh, Joanna, we're going to have to be on our toes today, apparently. <laughs> uh, also, well, we'll get into that later. I also uh, wanted to uh, talk to today about my trip to Dunton Hot Springs in Colorado, the fine people of Saucony. Brought me out there, and it was, I mean, just life is so random. Mm-hmm. So random, and I want to talk to you guys about that. It relates to the podcast. It was an incredible oh, trip. Yeah. Incredible trip. Well, but, uh, well, we'll talk about that later in the program. Well, this is this is the third change for the day. We're going to talk about Farley for a change. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, um, well, and trips Farley went on that we weren't invited right, on. Right. Yeah, wow, uh, four different. This is a whole new show. All right. Well, I wanted to talk about uh, first. I wanted to thank uh, Greg and Asics for just uh, another unbelievable uh, series of snacks we got over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really, he really went all out this week. Or your staff didn't eat it this week, <laughs> right? Or, or <laughs> which is, is it? That that is yeah. true. Uh, We've got the Carvel ice cream cake. I mean, that is unbelievable. We've been talking about ice cream cake uh-huh. for, uh, you know, 56 episodes. Well, mm-hmm. Doc's definitely has. <laughs> right, right. Well, we finally got it today. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll have to dive into that after the program today. So well, if I say something 30 times per episode. Right. All right. Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman, <laughs> Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman. <laughs> That's it. 
That's great. Uh, we also mm-hmm. have we, we got what 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 else we got over there? Uh, yogurt. No, these are parfaits. Parfaits. Uh-huh. Okay. Strong um, effort from Asics and uh, Greg today. Thank you, thank you, Greg. Uh, and a note, of course, every week he gives us a note. Uh-huh. Back with another round of big snacks for the show. First off, enjoy some non-GMO Edwalla drinks. I have no clue what GMO means, but these are delicious. <laughs> um, Farley, can you, what did what's GMO? Uh, General Motors o- operation. Yeah, this, these uh, drinks have no General Motors in them. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I went for some quiet food, like muffins and string cheese, to keep the crunching down on the mics. Thank you, Greg. Uh, I think, Greg, everybody thanks you. Yes. Um, and lastly, I'm fulfilling one of Doc's long requests, an ice cream cake. Let's celebrate Mrs. Doc's. I know that's not her name, but I won't out it in the public. Birthday. Make sure you save her a slice. Enjoy. That's why it says happy birthday. There you ah, go. Okay. Well, Greg, good work this week. We'll, we'll uh, enjoy these snacks quietly throughout the program today. Uh, so both of you guys are dealing with some injuries, right? I guess Doc's more than Joanna. I manage an injury every day of my life, and and you've been seeing, you've been seeing Doctor Beck for this particular for, running for injury, two days right? now. <laughs> okay, all right. How's that going? Great, good. Okay, yeah, can't complain. Yeah, I actually, uh, I mean, um, I did see Doctor Beck on Tuesday, and mm-hmm. this was this was quite funny because. Uh, I showed up on my to my appointment early because, as as we all know, to be early is to be on time. And uh, he was looking straight at me on that. Oh well. Yeah. And um, they they brought me back to the room uh, to the examining room, and I was sitting in there. And there's a knock on the door, and the door opens up, and this woman comes in, and I, I recognize her, but I don't recognize her all at the same time. Because it was so out of place, and I was so confused. But it was Joanna. You recognize her, but you didn't recognize her. Yeah. Well, because I don't belong in Virginia. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Except when you're in this in the studio. Yeah. I re- I really was. I I like. It it, it took me. It, it really took me a couple ticks to to realize that was Joanna. It, it was so bizarre. Did you know that was Doc's Joanna? I did recognize him right wow. away. <laughs> right, right away. But you knew you knew I was in the room before before uh, you just walked into a closed examining room. Uh, no, I like to check all the rooms when I go to <laughs> Dr. Beck. Right. All right, well. Well, I'm glad you went to his office because I know Dr. Beck actually made a home visit to see you, Docs. Today he did, yeah. That's amazing. Right before the show. Wow, that is incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, he did stop by, but he wanted me to put it out there that, that that's not standard operating procedure. <laughs> right, right. He happened to stop by my house because he was then uh, going to be in studio to yeah. record the show. So it just worked out that it way. It was on the way to the studio. I, I get so, it. Yeah. So for, the, for those listeners who, who uh, get some ideas, just snuff that out now. <laughs> right. So, Joanna, um, I, I stole all that segment. Farley's going to give us 20 more seconds. Would you like to talk about your, uh, your, your injury management right now? Um, well, I mean, I don't really have a specific injury. I just always have issues with my right side. So I continually go see Dr. Beck just to get things realigned and make sure everything's doing all right. Cause like right now I'm running around 60 miles a week, so I don't want to get injured. Wow. Yeah. Maintenance. Yeah. That's good. Well, smart. And smart actually. I'm on my 180th day of consecutive running. Wow. Now you're really putting yourself out there. Yeah. No jinxes. 108. It's it's on it's on air unless Doc's edits that out. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah, and we learned that Trip doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Her coach. 
Hopefully, hopefully we don't get a, a text message on Sunday night that says edit that out. Right, exactly. All right, well, congratulations. That's fantastic. Well, guys, I am very excited to bring them in studio. It's Dr. William Booker and Dr. Beck. They're going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And guys, Doc's Joanna, we are now excited to be joined by pretty much the folks of Capital Rehab of Arlington. It's Dr. William Booker and Dr. Ed Beck. Fellas, thanks for joining us. I'd, I'd like to make a correction. Yes. It's actually uh, Bill E. Booker. Oh, is oh, it here Billy Booker? Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's not Billy Booker, but that's Bill with a middle initial E. Booker. All right. Well, let's let them let's let's let them talk before we start. You know beating down the gas here but fellas thanks, thanks for joining us thanks for having us yeah no no, no problem thanks for uh thanks for making the trek over here to the studio so it, it's it's william and then it's bill so you, you go by bill is that does, does that work good. all right bill, bill works so you guys of course are, are of capital rehab of arlington physical therapy chiropractic you do a little bit of everything for runners right we do yeah, describe what uh, you know. Describe your practice. If if we were in an elevator, tell me what you guys do. Wow, that's that's like a consulting deal. Like when yeah. you walk in and the guy goes, "What's your five seconds?" Yeah, spiel? give me your pitch. Your right? stating yeah. pitch. Yeah, exactly. If we're sitting here waiting for an Uber right now, and it, and the Uber is coming, is it, is it Uber coming to the elevator? Yeah, well, maybe the elevator. All right, elevator pitch, Uber pitch, either way. What? what, what I, yeah. I listen to the same startup podcast. I got it. Um, yeah. Yes, that was from a that was from the startup podcast. I did steal that actually. That was like in the back recesses of my mind. I usually don't rip off stuff, but yes, go ahead, Ed. If you were going to give me the ten million bucks that that guy was waiting for, <laughs> right, I would, exactly. I'd hit that on the nose. <laughs> um, basically, we are function doctors. Okay, so we check how people are functioning and see what they need to adapt better so that they can do what they do every day. If that's running, then it's a joint muscle nerve issue. They're walking in the door and we are checking to see if they are functioning the way that they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So it's not just break down. Somebody's walking in with a knee problem and we're just going right to the knee over and over and over again. We're working on that knee and then it's not getting better or the knee feels better, but there's other stuff that pops up. We're really trying to look at the person as a whole. So is that foot working right? Is that knee working right? Is that hip working right? How those muscles connecting? And we do that through chiropractic. We do that through active release technique. We do that through functional exercise training. Okay. So is that Bill, too long? No, that was perfect. That was good. Uh, we beat the Uber. Uh, so, Bill, you guys are, I mean, you guys are known as, as running, you know, chiropractic, physical therapy, uh, active release. How did you guys get that reputation? So that's actually a pretty good story. I mean, we start by telling people that we're not your dad's chiropractor, right? We don't do the pop and pray and see how things go. We really try to focus on um, understanding, like I said, the function of an individual. So mm -hmm. back in the 90s when we were getting started, um, by accident or by design, I ended up working with U.S. Track and Field. So okay. um, there were a few years in there that I was working in the U.S. Olympic trials and uh, national trials and things like that. And it really started um, with one or two local runners who had sort of been around the block a few times trying to find out, you know, why is my foot hurting? How do I handle my shin issues? So forth and so on. And we had a background in rehab. We had a background in soft tissue technique that we could add to the chiropractic piece. And once they responded, and as I think it, you already can attest, the running community is pretty small. Right. And 
once you help one or two people, it sort of branches out from there. So we ended up working with Georgetown and then we ended up working with George Mason and, you know, I'm flying around the country to work the U.S. trials and then American University. And, you know, there's a lot of local runners. There used to be something called Georgetown Enclave that mm -hmm. you may be familiar with that had a lot of the elite people working here. And um, once you fix one person, they tend to tell everybody else about it. And it's been sort of a steady ride for the last 20 years. Yeah, and uh, the Enclave was coached by uh, Matt Sensuit Sr. That's episode seven. seven. Yeah, so, of course, we know the Enclave. And you go to their offices uh, if you're not lucky enough to get a home visit like Doc's gets. You go to their offices and they uh, – Is this not normal? No, that's not, that's not normal. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second. But you go to their offices and you, you're littered with pictures of, you know, the Alan Webbs of the world or just – The Julie Cullies. Julie Cullies of the world. Like literally like the best of the best that's, you know, that, that's in D.C. Or, or otherwise. So that, that I think is really cool. So if you're a runner and you've got problems like Doc's does uh, – they're the guys to see. So, is Doc's is he fixable? So I know he's you've been working on him, Ed. For uh, which or, or problems Dr. are we talking about? Doctor Beck's been working on, and he actually made a home visit to to see Doc's. Uh, tell us about what's going on with Doc's, and forget about this, you know, patient. HIPAA? Yeah, forget, forget about HIPAA. Yeah, forget about all that stuff. Let's talk about his injuries in, in particular. Let's talk about a theoretical patient theor that looks <laughs> exactly, a lot like Doc's. Exactly Dox. right. Um, <laughs> You know, he walked in with what a lot of runners walk in with. Mm -hmm. I get this pain, and then, you know, I run through it for a little bit, and then it goes away when I stop running. So then I stop running for a little bit, and it magically goes away. So then I get bored, and I want to start running again. And I start running, and then I'm like, good, it doesn't hurt again. And then it comes back, and he doesn't fully understand where it was coming right. from. But it was annoying enough that he had to stop. This guy right. sounds like an idiot. <laughs> this not not Doctor Beck, but the patient, right? Correct. Yeah, right. The, the, okay. the hypothetical okay. patient <laughs> that he's talking about. Right. Right. No, but that 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 actually does sound like a typical person coming into our store. So this is a good hypothetical patient. So what's the prognosis then? And that's a really big deal because runners want to talk about their injuries and the reason they're not running. Right. Right. And as a store, what you guys want to do is get people running more, right? Right, And that's the same goal that we have. We want to get people back on their feet as quickly as we possibly can. That's, you know, Bill and I's goal as a practitioner. We try to make sure that we've got speed built into our clinical treatment mm -hmm. because especially our runners, they want to get back on their feet yesterday, right? They have a race planned for Saturday and they're walking in like they can't walk, but they still want to do the race on Saturday. That, wasn't a, that wasn't a choice. Right. So... Um, Docs just walked in and had a specific issue and it was linked to, which, you know, very similar things to a lot of runners walk in. It's a hip SI joint problem. Mm -hmm. That is where that leg kind of drives through and the glutes involved, the piriformis is involved, that hip flex is involved. So we, we adjust and, and check the function of that hip, that SI joint, and then really start working on that muscle component. And that's where the ART comes in really to open up that muscle to start communication better from that hip to that muscle. Now, you, you mentioned ART a couple times. What is ART? I think it's like a, a buzz hip. I mean, I, it hasn't been – I, I don't feel like it was something that was really relevant until the last few years. Am I wrong on that? It's, it's relatively new. I mean, maybe the late 90s, a doctor named Dr. Leahy out of Colorado um, – studied the way the human body works and he studied how muscles and soft tissues work as they relate to the joint and what he found is 
I don't want to get too technical, but there's there's this hybrid cell that can happen when you have an injury, and that cell is part connective tissue and part muscle, right? So you think that a muscle is supposed to flex and extend, connective tissue does not. So when you have this in, let's say, your shin or in your calf or in your hamstring, it presents itself as an injury. An active release was found under a microscope to actually change the way that that cell operates. So we would contact the tissue, we'd put you through a range of motion, some simple exercises, and that tissue will actually change. It'll change back to a normal, healthy muscle. We'll mm-hmm. break the tissue up. And what the patient feels is an increase in range of motion and strength. But what's actually happened is at a morphological level, again, not trying to sound technical. No, I like this. Go ahead. You are changing the way the body works, where conventional massage or conventional soft tissue when you basically rub over the tissue is designed to bring blood into the area. It feels good. It loosens it up. But underneath all that, that hybrid cell still remains, which is why you've seen the sprinter who chronically pulls his hamstring or the runner who has shin splints for 20 years. It's because that hybrid cell has never been dealt with. And active release was the first technique to actually change that. Um, And we found that that was a really important concept to bring to the practice because prior to that, certain injuries tended to be really complicated. People would walk around with plantar fasciitis or foot pain for years with this mysterious pain and how do I treat that? And with active release, we're getting improvements in three, four visits, right? So I think Docs is going to notice this change quickly because he's just starting down this path. Well, maybe he won't, but the the (laughs) hypothetical patient would. Somebody would. Yeah. Exactly. All right, you can find these guys at capitalrehaboforlington.com. We've got William Booker and Ed Beck, uh, Dr. Booker here is the, the founder of, of Capital Rehab of Arlington. At least that's what it says on the The website. genius behind it all. That's yeah, right. That's <laughs> right. I don't know if you take any <laughs> uh, offense to that, Dr. Ed Beck. But, uh, no, he, he, both of you guys are, 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 are fantastic. You work with a lot of folks through, through Pacers. And I also know you guys have committed to your space and changed the space over time. We've gone through a lot of construction. We've chronicled that construction in Clarendon on this podcast in the past. Tell us about what updates you've made to your uh, your space. Wow, that's a great question. You know, when we um, tell about the space in Clarendon to start I was, with, I was, okay, all right, they go would ahead. love to hear. All this. right, yeah, so, please do. Um, maybe similar to Pacers when we got started, we didn't have a budget to open a practice. Yeah, that's pretty much. You know, we you still know, don't. You, but, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. We were fortunate enough to start our first practice in the basement of a gold gym that's no longer there in the Clarendon area. And yeah. So we had this 700-square-foot space with open ceilings. So when it was summertime and it was 85 degrees, it was 88 degrees in our office. Right. You know, when it's cold outside, it's raining in our office, the whole thing. Yeah, that's really um, good for patients. Let that's me tell really you. Good. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. And the best part was you'd get the person who just worked out for 50 minutes on the treadmill, <laughs> and they walk in. You know, there's something in my armpit. We're like, that's right. perfect. Right. We'd love to right. see you right right now. So. Right. Um, we were there for seven years and then they were getting ready to tear the gym down. So they kind of forced us out. Right. So we ended up moving to a a freestanding location, which is where we currently are. And we had a smaller space, about 2000 square feet. And, you know, it was a nice space, but the problem was that that space was designed by a chiropractor, which is, which is never a good idea. Right. So like the walls were the color, like red skin colors and it was just (laughs) terrible. Right. Yeah. That's how we, we, we designed, I helped design our first space. So it's designed by a shoe (laughs) Right. Exactly. I mean, it just doesn't work. No. But anyway, I gotcha. So we had that for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then when the lease was up, we were lucky enough to take the space next to ours so we could expand and, and grow the space. And this time we hired a real architect, a right. real pros and professionals. And I told them from day one, Ed and I both told them, we want the feel of this office to be special. We want people to come in and we don't want it to feel like a doctor's office. We want it to feel like it has some energy. It has some pop. You know, you talked about the wall with all the yeah. pictures. You know, that was all by design so that people come in and, and, and can feel that this is a space that talks to them, right? Because 
the the hypothetical patient we're speaking of could be the elite athlete. It could be the recreational athlete. It's, they're, they're all the same. Right. But we we had an intent in that, that we wanted there to be an emotional connection when you walked into the space. And so we were fortunate enough that I think we, they did a great job, and um, that's where we are now. Yeah, it is, it's a great space now, man. You guys did a great job, or your architects did a great job. Right. You were smart not, enough. Not the chiropractor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's right there in Boston, 801 North Quincy, Suite 130. Uh, you're right across from a, the Taylor Gourmet and the Subway sandwich shop and the bagel shop. So, you know, you, you, a, lot, a lot of options for quick, uh, quick sandwiches, that's for sure. Who? Your, your grasp of Arlington uh, <laughs> sandwich geography is amazing, considering you don't know where Denmark is. Right, that's that's true. I do know where you can get a, you can get a quick sandwich in Arlington, though. Considering but, he doesn't leave Arlington ever. Yeah, I I can I can, That's why I know where the sandwich shops are. But uh, also, talk to us about y- your team and the and the other stuff that you guys do at, at the practice. So we have currently have three chiropractors and two physical therapists, and also a wonderful, wonderful staff which really makes the place buzz. Yep. Without, without great staff, you're not getting anywhere. Right. Um, so the two physical therapists that we have are Lynn and Daniel. So Dr. Daniel Karp is um, a Howard grad. He moved here from Washington State, mm-hmm. and he's been loving D.C., and we, we've had him here for two years now, yep. and he's fantastic. Um, he just started doing some dry needling about six, eight months ago, and that has been a boom to the practice. People love dry needling. What is dry needling? So it's, I'm not an expert in right, dry right, needling, right. but I'm going to go yeah. into the, the okay. basic details yeah. of it. So you basically are taking acupuncture needles, and you're breaking apart the adhesions underneath that surface. Mm-hmm. So it works great for something like Achilles tendonitis. Okay. So you know we do things like ART. It's an outside-in kind of technique. We're digging our thumbs underneath that, um, that Achilles, getting to that soleus tendon. We also do things like Graston, which is a metal device that we're rubbing over the skin to irritate the, the fascia and get those things broken apart. And what Dr. Karp can do is get underneath that with an acupuncture needle. So he goes in and works that needle around to really break those adhesions apart. Okay. Um, Lynn has been with the practice for 19 eight, and a half years. 19 wow. and a half years. Yeah. That, wait, that's longer than Dr. Booker. So, I know I look young, but um, <laughs> right. no, we've been there 20 years. Same, same, same amount of time. she came wow. about six months later. Wow, that's crazy. That's awesome. So Lynn is a physical therapist. She's yeah. been in the practice forever, and she's fantastic. She's, she's like the, the wisdom of the practice. If somebody's got something wrong, and they just send you know, people over to Lynn, and she can figure all that stuff out. She, just, she has that, that touch and that feel for all sorts of injuries. Um, um, Dr. Hatch is our third chiropractor. He's been with us for about two years now. Yeah. He worked um, on me on my foot. He was great. He got, got, helped me back, get, get it back running. So yeah, he's fantastic. Dr. Hatch is fantastic. He graduated from Western States University, a chiropractic clinic, a chiropractic college out West. He's also full body ART certified, which we, we all, all the chiropractors are. Um, and we also have two massage therapists, which I forgot to mention before. Yep. Um, James and Veronica and they are seeing a lot of athletes. They do a lot of deep, deep tissue work. It's not going to be a nice, friendly right, massage. Right, right. They really are massage therapists in the, the real sense of the word. Yeah, no doubt. Um, one thing I like about your site, guys, is I, I've, got re- I've got like a, a standard when it comes to like social media and websites and stuff like that. It's just kind of a thing. But I can't stand when blogs are not updated. 
So what I like about your site, you go to your blog, and you guys are looking at me like it's not updated, but I go to your blog. It's updated, right? It is updated. Yeah, we, see? Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's updated. May 24th was our last updated blog entry, so um, who who does the blog for you guys? Is it somebody on staff? Yeah, we, we are- Is um, it unique content? Yeah, most of it is unique. We, okay. we do have a marketing specialist who works with us. Um, her name is Sharon. She's excellent, but she really drives the marketing- ship for us. I mean, she really keeps us involved and, and, and has used the exact words you just said that your blog and your content has to be current. Yep. And if it's uh originally even better, right? right? So, so she tapped, she's constantly plugging us for, for information and, and new stuff. So God bless her. Cause that's, I know it's hard. Huge. It's hard to do on your own. That's huge. All right. So I just, I figured you guys were partners in this business. Is that, is that accurate? Is that correct? No. It's it's a unique partnership. Okay, okay, yeah. it's a unique partnership. Okay, Canadian. Where are you from, Doctor Booker? Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford, Connecticut. Okay, so how did you guys get hooked up originally? I think I was looking for a great chiropractor, and okay. he stumbled in the door, <laughs> and I said, "Well, you're first in line. Let's go." Right. So, so I, I moved to Arlington. First choice, Joanna. first. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like the podcast. It's kind of how we decide on the podcast. Okay, but you moved to Arlington so from I, Montreal. I, I moved to Arlington from Davenport, Iowa. Okay. I went to the best chiropractic college in the world. Okay. Um, Palmer Chiropractic College, and. Then I opened up a practice off of Lee Highway with a guy I met at some seminars, mm-hmm. and I was doing that independent contractorship for about two years, and I was growing to a point where I needed more space, and Bill was looking for somebody. We met, and it kind of just clicked, and in this chiropractic world, for somebody to be in the sharing office oh, practice yeah. for 10 years like we've been doing... That's a that's a really big deal because chiropractors are some crazy crazy people. Well, we we've barely gotten along. We've been together for a year, the three of us, and we have a hard time. I'm I'm not sure we're going to make it a year too. So props to you guys for being. And and what we need is Joanna. We need a glue like Joanna. Right, is for right, you guys. Exactly. We, we need an intern. <laughs> you guys need an intern. Kelly's <laughs> Kelly's Kelly's already got a job. Uh, have you run into any problems from him being from Canada, Doctor Booker? It, well, first. You know, you have to pick your pick your poison, right? So we try to fight stay, your battles. Yeah, I try not to talk to him because <laughs> right. it, it's that's really the most distracting part. <laughs> Everything else after that is pretty good. It's just like the show; we don't even talk to each other until we crack the mics. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, no, I, I get that, and I think it's tongue in cheek. I'm not quite sure, guys, <laughs> but but uh, you thought you stumbled across a real good story here? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, but. Uh, no, I, I, I highly recommend these guys. Uh, you know, they are uh, the, the, the best and in, 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 in for, for runners for me. I've had, uh, you know, many running problems. And you guys can really address, you know, pretty much anything, like full body, like feet, knees, hips, anything. Because I think chiropractors get kind of, to me, get, get kind of pigeonholed as back, back guys. Is, is that in, inaccurate? Chiropractors get a bad rap because some chiropractors are only doing one or two things. And cracking things. the back. And, and that, that that sort of is what I think of when I think of chiropractic. chiropractic. Yeah. And that, that alignment side, the adjustment side, is a really, really big deal to what we do. Um, but we tie it into everything else. So we tie it into that ART piece. We tie it into the functional exercise training, which is a really, really big deal. I. 
you know, some chiropractors, you walk in the door and you want to see them. They want you to, they want to see this patient three times a week for the next two months, two times a week for the next two months. Right. I personally, one, don't have time for you that much. Right. Um, right. Second of all, I really don't want to see you more than I see my kids and my wife. Right. Right. So what we really try to do is get this person functioning better and then train them how to take charge of their health with the functional exercise training. So really working the core, working glute med, so we're not seeing this injury come back over and over and over again. But we put the onus on them. It, right. And it really is a partnership. I mean, at the end of the day, um, what we find about athletes that's really inspiring is that they're motivated people by nature, most of them, right? And if you're truly motivated to be better at what you do, then if I can give you little tips and tools to incorporate into what you're already doing, it's going to only make you better as an athlete. Right. That's a much more um, rewarding uh, relationship than the typical doctor-patient God complex right. thing where I'm going to this guy, now please fix me. Right. And that, that's what we mean by we're not your parents' chiropractor. We don't believe in just a- applying a technique and telling you, well, let's see how it goes. And by the way, I'll see you four more times this week. And then again, next week and the right. end of the week after that. Um, it is a relationship and our patients and runners in particular tend to take up that their responsibility pretty uh, consistently. And that's why we tend to do well with the runners. Is there, is there a common thread with the runners you see typically? Yes. So, Next so question. I, I just yes, got, next question. I just got, you know, <laughs> it, on the one hand, I was just complimenting runners, right? right. So let's sort of take a right turn. Um, my advice to runners is that they need to treat themselves like they're athletes, right? You would not see um, a professional football player, and we, we work with them as well, or an NBA player or a college athlete drive their car up to an event, get out, touch their toes a couple times, <laughs> right. pull their heel up to their butt, and then go, right? right. And then after their event, they wouldn't just go out you know, bar hopping, right, right? right? That for our runners, my advice to runners is let's start looking at the science and the data and the research to what other athletes do and start applying that to, to your daily life, right? Whether it's you should see a massage therapist once every month or once a quarter, or you should be foam rolling at home. You should be taking it, uh, taking your diet seriously, right? You know, you can't simply just put in your body what you want and then expect the, the result on the weekend run to be what you want. So, um, I mean, it's a, it's a longer answer, but what I find with runners is because it's easy to just put on shoes and go out and run, it's certainly much easier than, you know, playing hockey on the weekends where you have to deal with all the signing up for a rink. They can right. just do it whenever they want. Don't ignore what it takes to be an athlete. And if you do that, you're going to enjoy your running career a lot longer. All right. So we talked about our hypothetical patient before docs, but are there any other... William F. Docs. William F. Docs. <laughs> are there any other, like, success stories? We don't have to name names, but success stories... They don't have to be runners, or they can be runners that you guys could share. So the recurrent patient is always happens around October, November, right? When for whatever reason people are have those long runs coming up, marathon. Right? Let's season. call them that. Yeah, yep, right. And they show up in our office a week or two before the race, <laughs> right? And I mean, this happens. Please fix me right? every year, <laughs> right, right. right? And we can go back through the long list of reasons why they ended up there, but. The plantar fasciitis, the shin splints, the, the, the hamstring pull that isn't really a, ha- a hamstring pull. A lot of hamstring pulls are not, in fact, true pulls. Mm-hmm. Those tend to wander in always around October 15th, right? <laughs> right. And <laughs> somehow, some way, I, I say we have a pretty high batting average to getting them to the starting line, and they're, they're showing up a week or two later real happy about where they are. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's huge. I, I know that uh, we get those folks in the store, too, and it's like, 
please, please help me. Anything. I put in so much work. I just want to get to the starting line and also get to the finish line. Um, I've got a, a couple rapid fire questions. Okay. Uh, love, love these. First one is for uh, William E. Booker. Uh, <laughs> can you settle uh, the, the longstanding question, what's the best university in Virginia? I mean, we're going to have to use a better question than that. It's right, UVA, right? Right. right. Uh, yes. Correct. We're, we're trying we to figure out what number two right, is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Correct. Softball. We start him off with a, with a softball. That's Finally, guess, guess where he went to school? Uh, Virginia. Yeah. There we go. Okay. I, I kind of figured that. He graduated you, a long, <laughs> long time ago. So, you don't have to tell us how old you were, but, right. but uh, who were the basketball players <laughs> when you were in school? Um, John Karate, okay. Bryant Stiff. There we go. Yeah. Good team, All right. actually. All right. Um, and Dr. Beck, this question is for you. Uh, are you willing to give away your, your training secrets for the beer mile or are we going to have to find that out on July 9th? Um, I was thinking about making some videos, but <laughs> I, I've been doing more drinking than running. Right, right, right. Oh. But it, this is like the one case where, where you can justify that. Totally justify yeah. it. Yeah. Right. So, so he is registered for the beer mile. He's going to be out there. He's going to, um, what do you, what's your predicted time? So that's exactly what my kid's soccer coach said. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about it over beers on Sunday. Do I coach his kids? No. Oh, uh, I don't right. think you do. Um, and we wrote four courts over in courthouse and he, uh-huh. goes, he looked at me and he goes, I, I can run a five twenty mile. And I like, I can run a six Oh five, six twenty five mile. Right. So he goes, how long is it going to take to do this beer mile? I'm like 10 minutes. <laughs> Like I don't know, so I I was tacking on three four minutes for the beer. That's, right, that's pretty good. I I think that's probably pretty close. We're uh, expecting a four thirty. <laughs> yeah, oh. it'll be faster than your yeah. normal mile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then something that that's crazy that we failed to mention is that they brought a gift. Wow, they, they brought food. Wow, snacks. Which and is, I was late too. I just full disclosure. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. I I, w- I was late. No shock to the uh, my co-host here. Right. So thank you for the gifts, even despite the fact because that I was late. You still brought gifts. Very uh-huh. nice. Of you well, they brought gifts not knowing you were going to be late. Right. That exactly. had nothing to do with it. But they, they're the, not going to the, send them. Right. The mention. Yeah. Well, I already I already opened them and started eating it. <laughs> right. It's uh. They they brought um maple leaf cookies. Wow. Wow. That is. That, these are true listeners, Docs. Yeah. And Joanna, this is awesome. Imported from Canada, straight nice. from Quebec. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We're we're as as everyone knows we're big on the maple water. Um, we're big on the snacks, so this is a nice combination. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself out there. Is uh-huh. Quebec close to Montreal? <laughs> I literally have no idea. So he, much, I, he, you should have seen um, Doctor Beck's face. It's <laughs> a video podcast. Yeah, right? it is. Um, Montreal is an is a city. Okay. In uh, the province of Quebec. Okay. Okay. It's like New so York, New York. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So that was a dumb question. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of fine. your questions are yeah, dumb. That's, that's fine. Um, to be fair to Farley, though, there is a Quebec City. There is a Quebec City. That's yeah. the capital of Quebec. It's about mm-hmm. two hours north. Up yeah, to like New York, New York. I was thinking that. Yeah, so not mm-hmm. terrible. He wasn't thinking that. No, yeah, was well. not at all. I know geography is very, very <laughs> nah, difficult for UVA for grads. It is. <laughs> so no, we, it's just we, for this UVA grad. We did part. talk yeah. about this earlier. I, I was saying for for all the good I do, Farley just uh, goes oh, out and just gives UVA such a great name. Such a terrible, terrible name. I know we have a uh, question from Twitter, but these cookies are, are ridiculously good. Are they cookies or are they... It says biscuits on biscuits. the Biscuits. Well, it says biscuit on it. <laughs> and you know French, obviously. We. Oui. <laughs> all right, well... Did we do, we did French on the show before? So. Yeah, with Sally. 
That's right. All right. So we had a question. Was that that Wasali? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, We had a question uh, from Twitter for the guys. Uh, Yes. So we had a question from Sharon who asked, does the type of sneakers really make a difference in preventing injury? The answer to that is, is yes, obviously. And that's where our relationship with Pacers is such a big deal that the type of sneaker that works for you is very, very important. So we don't go through or I personally don't go through and say, you need to be in this specific shoe because that's mm-hmm. the shoe I like and I run in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I currently have three Brooks shoes up front. And the reason I had, um, I had Chris actually get that for me was so I could show a patient a neutral shoe and this is what it should look like. It should move this way. And then this is what one post looks like. This is what two posts look like. And then this is this beast thing that probably most people shouldn't be wearing. Right, right. Um, but most people don't know what kind of shoe they should be in and that shoe can change as their running changes. So that's the super important part about going to a specific running store, finding that shoe that fits you and also knowing the running shoe business that that changes every six to eight months. No doubt. So the shoe that might've worked for you before just isn't made the same way anymore or, or whatever. And you might have to change companies or, you know, every shoe is an orthotic and it's an orthotic made by that specific company. And that may work for you and may not work for somebody else. So, you know, I currently run in Brooks and I like the way they fit my foot. So, but that may not work for somebody else. That matters. Yeah. (laughs) I have no idea. Good. I like that. He doesn't. I'm not a big fan of that, but we can move on. Yeah. All right. Well, you're training for the beer mile. Dr. Booker, are you a runner? Or are you what kind of what kind of athlete so are you? Years ago, mm-hmm. I, I ran a marathon. Oh, okay. So I'm now considered a marathon expert. There you, you, there you, you go. Just, you just need one. That's right. Farley wants to know if you've run faster than 231.45. Why would I ask that? Why, why, why would I ask that? No, this is what you ask so, all of our, our no, guests. Are you, are you asking my 800 time? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I've definitely beaten that. <laughs> I do not. So you've run a marathon. Ran a marathon. Okay. Um, yeah. He's going to use that word run really, really loosely yeah, okay. because I had That's hip true. surgery in okay. January. All right. So that changes the running equation a little bit. And then you came into the chiropractic office and said, uh, October 15th, please fix me. That's right. And I want, yeah. That's okay. Right. I got yeah. you. All right. So you still running or? You? So as I said, I, I I had hip surgery in January. Okay. Oh, okay. And so that's a, that. that's, yes. a, that's a that's a yeah. slow right. recovery process. Okay. But I never thought I would say this. I'm actually envious of seeing people when they run. Yeah. I okay. thought that would never come out of, my, out of my mouth. But yeah, I'm, I'm eager to get back into it. Awesome. Well, you guys are, again, it's Capital Rehab of Arlington on the web. And you guys are in different days. So if I want to come and see Dr. Book, what days of the week are you there? I'm there Monday and Wednesday. Monday and Wednesday and uh, Dr. Beck. So I'm there Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday mornings. Okay. And I'm telling you, the guys, I've gone into their practice. Julie has, has gone to Dr. Beck for years, back when she was uh, you know, making world teams, the Olympic team, and saw him do at you, least do you once or twice a week. Do you people will make a world team if they see you? If they're Julie Cully, yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. If you have the skill and <laughs> determination of an elite runner like but, Julie. Then, but he, yeah. he is he is the man. I mean, seriously, both these guys are fantastic. I mean, literally, Julie would be like, she's worse than me when it comes to... I'm no, throwing, she's better than you. Throwing, throwing her under the bus when it comes to you know scheduling. And he, she would be like, I, can, can you fit me in this time? And he's got a 15, 20-minute window, and he did, and he'd get her straight so she'd be able to do a workout. So... 
She wanted to make sure I mentioned that, and thank you. She for, wanted for to that. make sure that you mentioned that she's worse than you in <laughs> scheduling. <laughs> she as did if not, she wanted to make sure you said, but just oh, wow. you know that that he was a big part of 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 her success when she was out running, and hopefully she'll be back after the after the kids. So uh, she'll be back in to see you guys. So Chris, what you're saying is. From this, my staff's going to get phone calls for private right, home right, visits. Right, right, That's right. And right. Dr. Beck's personal cell phone number so they can text her, text them on the way to their 15-minute special appointment. That's exactly what we're trying to convey. And don't yes. forget his home address, too. Right, exactly. No, I'm going to your house. That's right. All right. Well, fellas, thank you so much. That's not exactly what I'm trying to say, but, you know, that's the last message we're going to convey. So maybe, you know, the, the message is you guys are, 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 are great for runners very flexible, obviously, and any running injury that you have, these guys are the experts. They're Capital Rehab of Arlington. It's Dr. Beck and Dr. Booker. Fellas, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. All right, boys. I appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this on Pace the Nation. Welcome back to the program, and thanks again to William Booker. William E. Booker. William E. Booker and Dr. Ed Beck for joining us in studio. Uh, that, was a, that was a fun interview to have, uh, those guys in studio. And any injuries that any of the listeners have, these guys are great uh, resources and a great Arlington County business. It's Capital Rehab of Arlington.com. Uh, you can find their website. You can find their updated blog posts, which you know I love, uh, and a lot of other information on that website. So thanks to those guys uh, for being good sports and joining us in studio. All right, so I mentioned uh, at the top of the show that I, I had this trip with Saucony, uh, and I want to say it was one of the most unique, uh, awesome trips that I've ever been on with a vendor. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate their support and them taking us out to Dunton Hot Springs, uh, they took 25 of uh, some of the running stores across the country. Dunton Hot Springs is in Colorado, and uh, we flew into Durango, Colorado, and they had asked me before uh, that before uh, we we flew there whether I'd be okay with taking a helicopter. Have you ever been in a and helicopter? I've never been on a helicopter, and I'm not really good on single-engine planes. And you You're know, not so good at heights? Not good at heights. I, I, if they had asked me, yeah. I would have said, no, no. he's not. Uh, yeah. No, and, he's and not. Generally, I would have said no, but I didn't want to be a party pooper, so I said yes. So we get into Durango, and the the uh, the person with the sign that says Saucony is standing there, and there's three other uh, accounts there with me. And they say, uh, and the guy says, uh, are you guys ready to take the helicopter? So we're immediately off the plane, and then we get on the helicopter and fly into Dunton Hot Springs. So the helicopter ride was less uh, of an issue than I thought it would be. I was, I was really Good. surprised. So I, I wasn't as, it wasn't as scary as, as what I think a single-engine plane. But uh, it was like, I, I literally felt like, you want, you guys watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I've been watching no. it with Julie. I literally felt like it was one of those like, you know, one of those dates on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. We fly into this beautiful five-star resort, Dunton Hot Springs, where all these cabins in the woods and there's elk over here and you can see the elk scampering away and then there's 
snow caps on top of the Colorado mountains to your right. There's springs to your left. There's hot, hot spring, springs. Hot springs there that you can go and sit in. I mean, it's just amazing. You land, they whisk your bag bags away, mm-hmm. and then they take you to the bar. Never to see them again. <laughs> Fortunately, I did see them see them uh. later on. Uh, they take you to the bar and put a cold Miller Lite in your hands. Or it wasn't a Miller Lite, but you know something of that ilk. Uh, and then elk, ilk, <laughs> not elk. There were elk running around. Uh, but it was uh, it, it was it was amazing, and and really appreciate Saucony uh, giving us this incredible experience. So, you know, we have these five star dinners and all this stuff. Uh, two days, I do fly fishing the next day, uh, and then uh, the the the, the fi- final night, they said there's a surprise mm-hmm. for you guys, and you know, I thought, wow, this has all been incredible. I don't know how they're going to top. Um, uh, how they're going to top what what they've done this this two day trip, but uh, we're sitting all by a campfire uh, Thursday night, and it's related to the podcast, and you'll never guess what the surprise is. They wheeled out two giant cakes, <laughs> and both Joanna and I jumped out of <laughs> a giant been, cake. No, that would have been awesome. Well, let me ask you guys this. Mm-hmm. We developed our own song, and you had an artist actually develop our yeah. own intro music. Yeah, because we were afraid if we used music over and over, we could get sued by the artist. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, what song have we used over and over on Men this at work? podcast? Minute work. Minute work. Yeah. Down under. Land down under. Uh huh. So the surprise is the lead singer of Minute Work comes out and plays his songs around the campfire for us. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and then did you give a Clarendon Construction update? I, I felt like I, I needed to. I mean, I'll, I'll play uh, I'll play the... Uh, so you're still not afraid of getting sued? No, well, well, I'll play the, I'll play the, I'll play the song that he, that he played around the campfire. It was Colin Hay. I didn't even know his name before. Uh, but he, he's at... I mean, how random is that? He's sitting around the campfire playing. Did you minute work songs for us? Did you tell him? About, did you talk to him? Well, well, let, let me just play the song. We'll get it. We'll, we'll get right. into that. All right. So this is literally me recording him around the campfire. Literally. Yeah. Traveling in a fried out combi On a hippie trail Head full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous She took me in And gave me breakfast She said Do you come from a land down under Where women glow And men plunder You better run, you better take cover Buying bread from a man in Brussels He was six foot four and full of muscle 
All right, so that gives you a little taste there. Um, that's uh, the lead singer of Minute Work playing Land Down Under. So is he from Colorado? Like, how? Oh, how? What is his connection I, I, to Sogni? So is he on retainer with Sogni? Are they Australian? They're Australian, and there's a picture of me with him. And it's funny, the, 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 uh, the video that we play of him, you know, he's probably 30 years younger, so he looks a lot different, but great guy. Um, what was that shot for? What 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 shot? What? And now he's like showing a picture of you in college to his bandmates. <laughs> right, he's right, like, this guy was here. He's you know. He's right. little, no, I'm just saying he's just a little younger than the, than the. <laughs> no, he just looked different. That's all. Uh, so you so you you were surprised that he didn't look like he did in the 1980s <laughs> when that song came out. Right. Okay. All right. All right. That was a dumb thing to say, but fair enough. But uh, no, they don't have them on retainer. They just. Uh, the president of Saucony, I think, was a a land down or a uh, minute work fan, and he just, you know, he was in. I think he was in Colorado at the time, and somehow they he was in Telluride, and they were able to get him to come over, and they hired him to come and play uh, like six to eight songs around the campfire for us. And you were like, "Play down under again." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me record this right. You know, I was trying to record. So that was the recording. So there's there's a picture of you with him. Mm-hmm. Did did you converse with him? Did you tell so, him? So so I did, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. play. I'm gonna play that now. So I do this podcast, okay, and we have construction in our um, in our stores, and we we play a Clarendon construction update, and we play minute work, land down under, underneath the bed. Every time we do this podcast, we get 500 listeners. So how much royalties so. do I owe you? <laughs> I'm not sure, but something. Something. <laughs> Get in line, no, Colin. Yeah, so he asked me how much I had on me. Uh, I, I happened to not have my wallet on me at the time. But, Shocker. Uh, yes. Alligator arms. <laughs> so uh, just how random is that? That literally he is the, the, the one artist we play more on this program than anything else i mean we're gonna see we played justin timberlake on the show we're gonna see him next week oh i bet joanna hope so <laughs> i mean it's just it's just really random but really good guy um so i think he's fine with us playing it i mean i, I let him know that we're playing are we and, starting another construction project <laughs> no um, i mean in it, the studio yeah I, i'm just saying if we need to play any you minute work music I you think and i good. have such such different ears uh, what I heard was he said, you definitely owe me royalties. Right. Uh, how much money do you have on you? And people in the background saying free shoes for life. Right. And you're like, hey, cool. We could do whatever we want. <laughs> good. Because I mentioned it to him. We're good. Well, uh, thank you again to Saucony. Amazing trip. There actually was fireworks after that. Like literally like fireworks mm-hmm. after he played. Uh, they, they really, like I said, I felt like I was in. In, in a episode of The Bachelor mm-hmm. with uh, all that was going on. Do you feel like you would have gotten a rose? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I feel like I would have. You would have? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not sure I know the rules, but <laughs> would you would you have been the person being wowed in, in the show that you were on, or were you trying to wow somebody? I was, I was, I was trying to wow somebody. I think okay. I was one of 25 trying to wow Mm-hmm. The uh, Saucony probably w- was the bachelor or the bachelorette in this scenario. Okay, and we were trying to wow them. Uh-huh. And uh, you want to stay an extra day in the mansion? Yeah, exactly. I think I would have gotten a rose. I don't know if I would have won the thing, but I think I would have gotten down to the final four. Final I tru- four. I truly. Oh, wow. Would. 
I'm not going to say what other accounts wouldn't got would have gotten to the final uh-huh. four with us, but uh, I would have gotten. I would have been. A, I would have been a finalist. <laughs> so no, thanks to Salcony, great trip. Uh, thanks to Colin, uh, our, my new buddy Colin Hay. Uh, enjoyed uh, seeing him play around the campfire and talking to him afterwards. And yeah, we're we're green lighted on uh, any any. Uh, Minute work uh, music. All right, we had fantastic feedback uh, from the uh, show last week. I wanted to just mention that I think Tom yeah. Foreman was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have a separate tweets segment. Uh, we had a lot of uh, interaction about the Tom Foreman interview. Yeah, um, I thought you guys did 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 a got to give it to you. You did a great job uh, once again. You mean in the in the interview, in the interview. that we were allowed to talk on? <laughs> right. right. Once again, I realized, like, sometimes I just got to let it breathe because I always am inclined to jump in. Like when, when Docs asked him about the Foreman grill, as I listened to it back, I was like, I, I was ready to jump in because he paused. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like an awkward pause. Mm-hmm. But we, we always edit the awkward pauses out. <laughs> right, right. Well, That's this what you don't like understand. A, this seemed like a particularly long, awkward pause. So I wanted to save him, but I was like, I, I just got to remember that. Mm-hmm. Don't save the guests. Don't don't save them. <laughs> don't save the guests. I like that guest for, yeah. guest future guest. You're on your no, own. You're you're on your. I just think mm-hmm. that's. I think that's pretty. I think that's a pretty good rule of thumb, because his reaction, his authentic reaction, without me jumping in and trying to say, "Oh, Docs, mm-hmm. that's funny." Blah, oh, blah, blah, right, know, right, right, right. You know, yeah. No, you do do that. You do do I that. I do. I yeah. do. I I do that, and it's and it's well, not good. Different. So uh, I was. I I, I just. Made a mental note that I need to not talk. When Doc says something hmm. or Joanna says something, let it breathe. Mm-hmm. Joanna and I are like fine wines. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, that Foreman interview was fantastic. I, even Carter, my cousin, said he thought it was our best interview yet. I think your dad enjoyed it, too. I think he did. Yeah. I think he, he mentioned something on Twitter. But we will get to that uh, on the uh Tweets of the week episode. That's a separate episode that mm-hmm. comes out uh, middle of the week. Which less people listen to. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. And, of course, we have our store in Princeton, New Jersey at 7 Palmer Square. And uh, exciting news this week that's podcast related. We have the podcast T-shirts now available. They're available Online for purchase, uh, you can go to runpacers.com backslash podcast. What's the limit to the number of t-shirts I could buy? <laughs> I could. How many can I put in the shopping cart? I think you can only put 10 in at a time. Only 10 at a time? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, then I have to use somebody else's address yeah, to, get, you got, to get another 10. Right. But they are up there. And uh, go to, go to uh, runpacers.com backslash podcast. Wait, go back to that page. And you can see uh, Farley and Joanna... Huh? I must have. I must have uh, <laughs> repping the shirts to in order to um, uh, model the shirts. I must have gotten my <laughs> my invite. And I must have gone to my spam yeah, folder. Yeah, it, it must have. I didn't uh, even know the shirts are on 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 the website, and you're showing both <laughs> of you guys wearing them. Uh, the Pace the Nation logo with the lightning bolts is on the front of the shirt, and no asterisk needed on the back. We decided to put them both on mm-hmm. the front and the back. So go to the website and order yours today. Like. Our good buddy Sati, Satya Morthy did. Be like Satya Morthy, who mm-hmm. already ordered a shirt. <laughs> Go and order a shirt and support the show. 
I'm imploring you to please support the show. Why are you yelling at everybody? <laughs> Order a shirt. Well, you know, I just want Does that work. To, I just want people to support the show. Well, I'll even give you a magnet if you buy one. They're twenty bucks, Docs. Uh, well, I'm, you know, yeah. I know you're already buying ten. Yeah, it's two hundred dollars to me. All right, this week in the news, all the running news that is relevant to the hosts. It's running related. So there's a license plate that's going to honor a runner that was killed by a drunk driver. A license plate in Virginia. You can now buy a license plate that has a silhouette of Meg Menendez on this specialty Virginia plate. Uh, Proceeds, when you buy these, will go to uh, Meg's Miles. um, And the website there is runformeg.com. Meg Menendez was killed... January 13th of 2014 uh, by a drunk driver. She was training for the Boston Marathon. And uh, a really cool tribute to her. She was from Hanover, Virginia, where she was out doing a training run in January of 2014. Hit by this drunk driver. Uh, The plate will cost $35, and it will be available July 1st. Proceeds from the sales will go to... Her scholarship fund uh, in the Hanover area high schools in her memory. So that's that's pretty cool. I also mentioned earlier that, uh, or ask you guys the question, how fast can you run with your dog in a Ooh. mile? But does it have to be with, with a dog or? Well, I want to know, <sighs> what like what is it uh, around a track? Is there snow involved? Can I be a on a sled? Mile. Let's say a road <laughs> 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 You got to run. You're not, you're not mushing your dog. I think maybe one one question would be: Are you holding the dog back, or is the dog holding you back? I what about, s- what I about s- in your case, Joanna? In my case, Luigi is holding me back. Oh, is really? right? In, yes. in my case, I'm holding the dog back. Is he like stopping to smell stuff? No, Luigi just doesn't really like to run. Okay. Yeah, he's not he's not into it. That's a very very interesting uh, uh, dog owner relationship. I mean, I've taken him running before. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't really care for it, especially when he's on a leash. He does not like to run on a leash. Yeah, but I can see like see him like you're going for a run. He's just kind of rolling his eyes and yeah. being like Johanna running. What is, what is this? Well, here's the answer. Is that how he sounds? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't think that's his voice. Uh, Brian yeah. uh, Brian Duff and his dog Kadem, uh, uh-huh. who's a winer rammer, uh, ran four thirteen in a road mile. A 4.13? A 4.13 road mile. Brian is 39 years old. His dog is five years old. Wait, a 39-year-old guy ran a 4.13? Yeah, can you believe that? that that's, a, that's actually probably bigger that's, news. Yeah, that's a big, yeah, I'm not surprised a dog can run a 4.13. Right. So was he, was he holding the leash? Holding the leash, yes. He ran a 4.13 mile holding, holding the leash. Holding the leash. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I... I I stole this from Runner's World. Uh, you can check out the Bring Back the Mile Instagram page where there's a video of of <clears throat> Brian Duff uh, running by, and he's holding the leash with his winer runner, Reiner, uh, and he ran 413. That's pretty ridiculous. In, in the video, you see he is striding. Right. Uh, he is using his arms, 
So uh, the dog is just well placed, not yep. to like tug at him and you know on the shoulder and all this kind of stuff. It looks like the dog knows how to run. Yeah. with his, his owner. Yeah, sure. well trained. Very well trained. Very dog. well trained. Not Luigi or L- London, that's for sure. Well, four thirteen is the answer to the question. Well, I suspect London might actually make you faster in the mile because <laughs> she drags, just dragging you. Yeah, yeah. That's, very, that's very true. It's like when you would you would when when you would run with the bands uh, connected to your waist on right. the football field, like a football drill, right? Yeah. Well, we, they used to do it. My high school did it in track. Well, I think if I was on a skateboard, I, mm-hmm. I, I literally could, she could pull me. Do want to borrow a skateboard? A five minute mile or better. Um, pretty pretty impressive. Uh, the guy said he could break four minutes. He thought if he was riding his bike and the dog was running. So to your point, I think this dog was. Uh, faster than uh brian duff who ran 413 which is ridiculous yeah and that happened there in santa barbara california joanne i didn't tease this but uh, apparently you have some trivia for us i do have some i'm so excited are you yes i am Um, trivia was a huge hit last time so for our listeners i'm going to pose a trivia question and the first person to send the correct answer to our email at pace the nation at gmail.com will win a pace the nation t-shirt in their size that's fantastic you ready for the question yeah okay so the question is in which episode did the show introduce its own theme music hmm. so if you know the answer which send it episode did the show introduce its theme music? Yeah, they all heard. Okay. <laughs> so if you know the correct answer, <laughs> Farley's still thinking, mm-hmm. uh, you can send it to pacethenation at gmail.com. The first person to give us the correct answer will win a Pace the Nation t-shirt. That sounds like a good contest. I like it. All right, guys. Good show today. Thanks again to William e booker that's dr william e booker and dr ed beck for joining us in studio today they're from capital rehab of arlington wait he's he's doctor so he's doc william e yes and i'm docs comma william e that is actually very true i wish we'd asked him that Uh well it didn't occur to me next time next time in studio or next time Uh you go and see dr beck uh ask dr booker that well they're they're on in different days oh that's right way to pay attention (laughs) it is reaction all right well we'll find out from him what his reaction is to that uh thank you to uh colin hay for joining us and authorizing us to use any minute work or anybody else's music (laughs) from here (laughs) on out yeah Uh, Thank you to the listeners. Thank you guys for uh, listening to the show. Tell five friends. Thank Mm -hmm. you to our intern, Kelly. Thank you to William E. Docs. Thank you to Joanna E. Russo. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. We'll see you next week.